Welcome to Crack the Customer Code, where your hosts, Jeannie and Adam, unlock the secrets to keeping your customers happy and coming back for more. Jeannie, this next episode is a consumer alert. Alert, alert. What is it? <laughs> I know, we need sound effects, right? <laughs> yes, so, what, what kind of alert? Well, all the good work we are doing, Jeannie, is being undone by shadowy figures. Wow. Evil miscreants. This is depressing. Uh, what do you mean? Well, guess what? Customer support, customer service is being used as a front for scam artists. Oh, I need heard like a little my, bit about this. I know. I need like my discovery ID voice. Yes, you do. Or the forensic files guy. W- one night <laughs> in downtown Toledo. <laughs> but it wasn't customer support. <laughs> exactly. So this is really sad. It's just part of our connected, easy, you know, to get to people world. Uh, people are really using customer support and customer service as an angle to get to people. And they're doing some very convincing uh, scams and stuff that if you are not hyper aware, and particularly for our, uh, more vulnerable mem- members of society, you know, uh, older members of society who aren't as digitally mm-hmm. uh, aware and aren't as just aware in general of the m- multi, m- what's the word I want? A multiplicity of scams <laughs> that ah. abound. There we go. I knew there was a multi word in there. Uh, so <laughs> let's talk about some of what they're doing, Jeannie, because it's mm-hmm. pretty, uh, it's a little scary and it's very sad because, like I said, they're undoing much of our good. So they are. one of the things they do is they, call you and they let you know that your account's been hacked and they ask for access to your computer. Then of course, when you give them access, they put the malware on your computer (laughs) so that they can steal your passwords and bank account numbers. Oh Uh, man. And they, so they do this under the guise of customer support Mm -hmm. and they will pick a large company, Mm -hmm. right? Because they know if they pick, I don't want to use a brand name, but let's say a huge telecom or a huge bank, you know, they've got like a one in four chance in some right. cases that the person is going to be a customer of that company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a very, very, uh, very good odds for scams. Well, and it's, you know, this stuff has been going on for a long time, but it's just been getting more and more sophisticated. And to your point, there's so much data available about who has, you know, the most customers, let's say. And so they use that data to basically take that chance to say, okay, if I use this company name, that does mean I'm going to have a pretty good chance of catching somebody who is a customer who will fall for this, who will let me onto their computer so that I can get access to everything. And uh, I think it's, I, I think a lot of this comes back to really understanding how companies should operate. And so in a way, customers have to know more than they used to because it wasn't uncommon back in the day to have a bank call you, let's say, and say, you know what, Mrs. Smith, there's a problem with your account. Do you mind coming in and we'll talk about it? That was not out of the realm of possibility. Now, if they call and say, you know what, Mrs. Smith, there's a problem with your account. Let me just jump on your computer and help you with that. You can see why people would trust that. They would think, well, this is a brand I know. This is a brand I trust. I've never had an issue. Um, They've helped me in the past. I mean, that's the other thing is that if their customer service has been good, 
<laughs> then this right. is even worse. <laughs> yeah. And that's, uh, we're going to get to the brand side of it, uh, you know, in a little bit. So after we did this, uh, we sort of set up, we were going to talk about this on the podcast. I received two different calls just oh, like no. that. Okay. And one of them was brilliant. It was literally, I'm like, you know how many people are going to fall for this? Uh, so one, it was Microsoft support. So what, what percentage of the market does Microsoft currently yeah. have as an operating system? Huge, right? Right. Uh, maybe two, I don't even know. Cause I mean, Apple's grown, but it's, it's, it's monstrous, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you've got two shots. <laughs> I mean, right. <laughs> got, well, I mean, right. I mean, you got a few people on Linux and whatever, but yeah, a big picture. You, you pretty much got a one and two shot right there. So Microsoft technical support. And here's what I thought was brilliant about it. They did not say there's a problem. They said your technical support uh, contract that you signed is renewing. Call us if you want to stop the charge. (gasps) No. Brilliant. I was like, that is just, you know how many people are going to do that? Mm -hmm. I'm Mm -hmm. like, that is, I mean, like, so you've got to be so, so careful now. I mean, it's just crazy. I had never heard that one. That is crazy. Yeah. And- I mean, that was a new one to me. I'm like sitting there and Renee was actually there. It was like, you know, cause I didn't pick it up and it was like playing on the answering machine. I was like, oh my God, that is genius. <laughs> and they, and they even, pri- they use priming. They even prime you. Uh, when you call us, you will be uh, asked to give us certain information so that we can provide access to your account. Like they're setting it up. It's, oh my it's, you know, we, we, you and I teach scripts, right? It was a brilliant yeah. script. Um, so wow. you've got to really be careful. And here's the interesting thing. Let's, let's, let's move past the consumer part. What does this mean for Microsoft actual technical right. support? Right. I mean, they've got to be aware of this and be so diligent about how they verify without setting people off thinking it's a scam. <laughs> I mean, that's like a, that's like a tightrope they have to walk which is pretty crazy. So yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's nuts. I mean, I got a fi- I got a phishing email. I had to call a lawyer. I did a business deal with three years ago yesterday because I got a phishing email from him Ugh. and, but it was like, I'll send you a secure file. I just sent you. And I'm like, okay, what? But what if that had come from my lawyer? Like right. I haven't, this, this guy was a deal I did three years ago. I'm like, okay, I have a bad, I actually called the guy though, just in case, because yeah. whatever, it was a deal that might've been some kind of weird follow-up or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Sure. So I called the guy. He's like, no, that's fishing. But what if it had been my lawyer? Right. Right. Uh, I mean, the the only signal, and this is always a good single signal I use back on the consumer side. If there's nothing personalized in the email. Yeah. Yep. And it's not, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, there's not something relevant to you mm-hmm. in the body where it's just like, oh, hey, here's a link. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, and also the subject I found too, like sometimes it says things like important or right. urgent, but it doesn't tell you any context to it. Um, yeah, that's another thing. But that's so a couple of years ago, it's funny because a couple of years ago, one of my credit cards got lifted somewhere. Um and somebody tried to buy a whole bunch of scary stuff, <laughs> like like uh, weapon stuff from a sporting goods store up in Canada. And they wanted it to be shipped to uh, another country. Um, and the guy the guy called me because I was here. I was in Illinois and he called me the owner of the store. It was this little like independent sporting goods store in Canada. And he called and said, 
did you put in this huge order for all these scary things? <laughs> Are you shipping it across the world? And I was like, uh, funny, no, I'm not. Um, but I thought oh. that was so great that he was aware enough because if it's a bigger company, that might that might be missed, frankly. So it's really well, fortunately, fortunately, they almost went too far because firearms are so heavily. Uh, right. Right. <laughs> but, you know, Jeannie, I've been thinking we need to add a little more sizzle to some of our podcast titles. So 368 <laughs> is now Jeannie Walters, international <laughs> arms dealer. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. This is now officially flagged. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. I'm going to be followed now by the Secret Service. So, <laughs> yeah. So I think it was flagged when you said you were buying guns in Canada and shipping them to a foreign country. But technically, Canada is a foreign country for both of us. Well, so that's true. That's are you true. just shipping? them in Canada. It's, it's, it's very weird. It's very confusing. For, we, for, for our Canadian listeners, we love you. <laughs> we do. We do. But it's just, I mean, I think it goes to show that you have to be so diligent about everything and and for business owners and for brands to really have that skeptical view of things that don't look right. It's okay to try to figure out, is this right before you move forward with it for a customer? Because it could be really helping them out. And do things in your communication as a brand to give your customers confidence yes. about who they're dealing with. Because one thing is it wastes your time and it wastes their time. We talk about, you know, hassle-free. Well, that is a hassle yeah. now. Yeah. You can't avoid all of it because that's just the world right. that we live in. But do anything you can through your communication. I mean, you always see the statements, okay, we never asked for this right. by email. We never, you know, X, Y, Z. Yeah. Um, but still, even in your standard communications, yeah. put these reminders in occasionally whenever it's appropriate you know, and things like that. I mean, really, you, it's just getting worse and worse. It is. I mean, it's, it just is. And I think brands have to be aware that it's, uh, you know, this is the thing we talk about, right? It's, part of your experience that's being that's really out of your control and you just need to take as much control as you can yep that's so true it really is about taking care of your customers which we talk about a few times here on crack the customer code <laughs> yes <laughs> how do you treat your arms <laughs> your arms customers Judy? <laughs> well it's just it's something to be aware of and also to kind of keep your finger on the pulse of these things to make sure that as they become more sophisticated as they start doing things like you described um, where it's really easy to fall for it um, what can you do to help your customers be aware of that and help how, what can you do to help your customer service teams and your, you know, tech support teams be aware of that as well, because they will be getting questions about these things. So hopefully, if you don't already, you have some sort of way to provide that for the folks who are in your customer service teams and in your call centers to provide that type of feedback of, hey, I'm getting these weird questions. This might be something that we want to look into. Make sure you have that set up, because otherwise they might just be unaware that these things are popping up and that it's really important to track them and to know how to respond to them for your customers. 100, Jeannie. I'm going with the 100. <laughs> Love it. Love it. <laughs> so anyways, this has been a public service announcement of crack the customer code. <laughs> I do wish we had the like chime or something. Dun, dun. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Well, we appreciate you being here, of course, and hope that you've enjoyed this uh, <laughs> safety alert. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for listening to Crack the Customer Code. Please go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already. Our subscribers get newly released episodes immediately and our undying gratitude. And what could be better than that? 
I can't think of anything. <laughs> Crack the customer code is a proud this, member. <laughs> hold on, I just have to add. This is known as a failure of imagination, but okay. <laughs> Uh, Crack the Customer Code is a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Be sure to check out all the great business content at c-suiteradio.com and c-suitetv.com. I'm Jeannie Walters, and you can learn more about me and our trademarked customer experience investigation processes and more at experienceinvestigators.com. And I'm Adam Tapork, and you can learn more about me, CTS Service Solutions, and our customer service workshops, training, keynote speaking, etc. At customerrosettestick.com. Until next time, take care of yourself and take care of your customers. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.